Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Womax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files, so join along. Watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the X-Files Revisited. We are on to episode 17 of season 2, entitled Endgame. Brian, is this a big episode? Well, it's a second part of a big episode. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's the second part to an episode that we both gave five stars last time. So, mm. uh, yeah. so yeah, I'd say it's a pretty big episode. Um, and not least of which because I actually think it lives up to the first part. Mm. Um, but uh, what you think... We'll get into, I, I imagine, as we go. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm a little bit removed from this one, but I'll do my best to keep up with my thoughts on it. Um, of course, we do have Budget Terminator back. We do. Always good. Good old Brian yeah, Thompson. I'm happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> so we just jump straight into this one. Let's, let's go. Okay, so we start the episode on board a US submarine which encounters mm. a UFO. They radio it in, and they're told to open fire. But before they can do so, they are attacked by some kind of electronic interference. The captain then orders them to surface, which is 30 feet of glacial ice just above them. What exactly are they going to surface into? Um, So, yeah. Again, straight off from the last episode, it is high stakes, it's filled with mm-hmm. tense music, and yet again, you're not really too sure what's going on, <laughs> but you're hooked, yet again. Yeah, it's got something of a das boot feel to it, this opening, mm-hmm. uh, just the, the claustrophobia of it, and that the fear on the guy's eyes when, when his captain says, take us up, basically, you know, surface, and, and he's like, mm-hmm. surface into what? You know, it's like, we surface into that, we're dead. <laughs> You know, oh, something unpleasant is going to happen, put it this way. Yeah. Uh, but then we don't see it. We cut, you know, opening credits and, yeah, we don't come back to it until towards the end of the episode. So, hmm, entry. Leave you hanging. Yeah. Okay. So we have the opening titles and then Mulder beats on Scully when she pulls her gun on him. So, yeah, for those who remember last week, we ended on a cliffhanger. And, yeah, Mulder, who isn't really Mulder, comes through into Scully's hotel room. Um, And then then the actual Mulder calls her on a cell phone. So, yeah, um, this Mulder just basically beats her up, beats the crap out of her, asks her where... Where he is, where where is he? Um, and when she plays stupid, he throws her through a coffee table and turns into budget Terminator Brian Thompson. Yeah, another great scene. Um, we kind of know from the phone call what's going to happen here, um, but it's effective. It's fun, um, and you do feel a bit of weight in this uh, sequence because this guy's literally just taking people out. Mm. Without hesitation, so you've got a little bit of worry about Scully. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like the the worry isn't so much that she's going to get killed because we know that ain't going to happen. 
but you do still have a fear that she's going to get hurt and you don't want mm. her to get hurt. You know, you don't want to see this guy go into town on her because um, he's a character we care about. So, yeah, there is, there is definitely that there, I think. Oh, absolutely. So from there, Mulder and Samantha arrive and find evidence of the struggle. Uh, Scully isn't there. Samantha says he won't kill her. He'll trade her to get Samantha. She tells Mulder that he can, he can only be killed by piercing uh, the, a very precise point at the base of his neck and hmm. that his blood is also toxic. Yeah, and, and for some reason I'm just thinking, yeah, seems legit. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a bit of exposition, really. But again, it's just that pace thing. It's like you know, and and that music underneath all the time. It's kind of like that do 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 do, and it's just it does kind of keep you up with the pace and like yeah, you're always on edge with this one. I think it never lets. There's a couple of conversations in the first episode between Samantha that I didn't feel was real and in between the agent, the CIA agent, which I did think was real and it mm. wasn't. Um so again this time she comes out with an explanation and I was just like, Yeah, yeah, but I'm buying this one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we go to Mulder's apartment and Mulder gets a bit frustrated. Uh and then Samantha starts to answer his questions. Her parents were clones progeny of two original visitors. They have been working to eliminate the aspect of cloning that gives them their identical nature. The experiments weren't sanctioned, considered considered a dilution of the alien species, so a bounty hunter was sent to kill them. So, yeah. Yeah, again, it's a great explanation, Mm -hmm. and it's one that you just think, seems legit. Mm. Um, and, And it it not only seems legit, but with just a few sentences, it just kind of fills in this whole other world. You know, like there's these great like civilizations yeah. and, and the superiority complex, mm. and you know they still have the same problems as us. We like we don't want mixed race and all this other nonsense. Mm. Yeah, it's great, and yeah. only in a couple of sentences as well. Yeah, it it just builds a mythology, doesn't it? So with, mm. with regards to who these people are, who these aliens are, you do get a sense of their culture. Um, that, and that's assuming what she's saying is true because um, mm-hmm. you never really know with anyone in the X-Files. You know, like down the line, all of this could just be revealed to be a lie. But for now, yeah, it's it, we're taking her taking her at a word and, yeah, quite quite engrossed, I feel. so. Skinner arrives at Mulder's apartment um, and th- there's some beautiful lighting on this scene, I noticed, because uh, Mulder's in the dark and, I just, yeah, mm-hmm. I just noticed it was really well lit. Uh, but he, he comes to tell Mulder about the four Gregors, the clones, that are now missing. So these are the ones that were put in the prison cell or yeah. in, in the holding cell. For, for their protection more than anything. Um, and the, uh, <laughs> didn't work out that Yeah, way, it did didn't, didn't work out. We got budget terminated going in and killing them. Um, so, yeah, they're missing because uh, obviously they, they dissolve. So. Uh, but once Mulder and Sam determine that Skinner is human, Mulder tells him Scully has been taken. 
Before he can give details, Scully rings with details of where to meet for a trade. Her for Samantha. Mm. And there we have it, the running theme of this episode. Somebody's got my Scully. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just mm. happens almost every other episode. Um, it does, but I feel like here it's had more weight than it's ever had because here there's a real emotional stake involved for Mulder because he, he's potentially... It's a choice. It's Sophie's choice, isn't it? Do, do I give up my sister, who I've spent most of my life, you know, the, the better part of my adulthood, trying to find, or do I give up my partner, who, who you know, I've really grown to care for over the past mm. two years that I've been working with her? So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I like that, and I feel like it does have a bit more weight to it compared to previous De- kind definitely. of, yeah. Out of all the episodes where she goes missing, this is by far the, the, best, mm. the better of them. Yeah, definitely. So they meet on the bridge and it all goes tits up. Samantha is, <laughs> <laughs> basically, Samantha is traded for Scully and both she and the bounty hunter end up over the side um, when, mm. uh, yeah, when a sniper kind of takes a shot. Uh, Samantha tries to go at him with a with a little spike in his neck. It all goes wrong, and they end up over the side of the bridge. Um, but yeah, Scully's face when Mulder shouts for Samantha, uh, he he realizes who this is, and mm. you, you, yeah, you see that. My goodness, he's he's traded her for me. You know, it's, it, mm. th- there is that element of you know what is Scully thinking in that moment, um, but. Uh, mm. I'd yeah, uh, it's a it's a great moment, like you say. You need to see Scully's face, and she just kind of realizes, and it, 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 it really ties this bond together of these two. But the, the one thing I had in my mind in this one was the sniper. Hmm. Is it? Like, why didn't he pick an open place to like set up? <laughs> you, you know, like, like facing onto the bridge. No, it's just it, oh, oh, goodness. These annoying things, but. The thing is, I, I mean, I assume that he isn't the only sniper anyway. And right. to be honest, the one who was with Skinner, I'm assuming, didn't even take the shot. Because if he did, the framing doesn't match um, based on the direction in which they're looking when we see them through their, through their viewfinder thing and mm-hmm. the, the, the direction in which Brian Thompson is facing when he gets hit by the bullet. The only yeah, it only makes sense to me that actually another sniper is the one who took that shot. So I can only assume they do have the bridge surrounded. But yeah, yeah, I didn't even realise that. Mm. I'm taking a start off. Yeah, but <laughs> sp- speaking of the bridge, I got to say, brilliant location. Um, yeah, really like the, like the use of the location there. But mm. yeah, I didn't think I didn't when they both went off the bridge. I was like, both of these people are still alive. Yeah. Just, just a feeling. Yeah, kind of half right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so search and rescue are out looking. They're trying to find mm. Sam's body, and Scully arrives from the hospital and asks Mulder why he didn't tell her on the phone, and he says because you never would have let me go through with it. And she asks if it was definitely Samantha, and Mulder gets defensive. Says Thompson is an alien 
Telling Skinner was easy. Now he's got to tell his father. Mm. And we know there's already trouble there. Yeah. I mean, we saw in the last episode, there's, there's certainly no love lost there between Mulder and his father. I mean, it, it seems like Mulder is trying to love his father, but his father's just like, completely switched off, completely closed yeah. off. So he, He's blamed Fox for, for Samantha's disappearance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so now, now he's <laughs> now he's got some <laughs> some more blame to compound on top of that. So uh, so so we go from there to Mulder telling his father, and I gotta say this scene is painful to watch. Mm-hmm. Really, really is. Uh, Mulder takes the responsibility. His dad leaves him a note from Samantha, um, but yeah, just. Talk about your cold shoulder. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's. It, I didn't really think so much about the rage from the father because I knew that was coming, but it was the, the sort of defeatist attitude of Mulder because when it happens the first time, mm. he has somebody to blame. He has somebody to rally against, devote his life to, to, to blame, to fight back. This time, it's him. Yeah. It's all his fault, so it's all internal, the anguish he's got. Mm. Uh, and the, the the father blaming him is just putting a voice in what he is already thinking about yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah, Ab- absolutely, yeah. Um, but it's just... It is, it's, and like I say, it's, it's just painful to watch, because you want... Mm. You want there to be some kind of redemption there. Not, not that Mulder really should or, or, or needs redemption... Uh, because he never did anything wrong. He was a child when his sister was taken. Um, but y- mm. y- you can't, yeah, you want his father to reach out to him, and he just doesn't at all. He's so shut down to this guy. Um, but yeah. So Mulder opens the note, gives it a read, um, and the note takes him to a health clinic. Uh, uh, before he get goes inside. He gets a call from Scully, telling him they found his sister's body. Mm-hmm. But after he hangs up, the body dissolves. <laughs> yeah. mm. I, I just love that every time it happens. It's just <laughs> such a really cool effect. It just, yeah, it's really trippy. Mm. So Mulder goes into the clinic and finds more Samanthas. One of them is the original... Apparently, mm. um, if you know, if we can believe anything they say at this point, and yeah, yeah the the one that must be saved apparently because because she's the original. Uh, like, and by original, I I don't take that to mean the actual Samantha. I take it to mean the alien, either the first alien clone or the 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 alien from which all the other clones came. Either way, but I, I'm. Not entirely sure they're trying to say that that's actually Samantha. Um, you know, there, there, may, there may be some of Samantha's DNA in her, but I, I don't think they're trying to say that that is the original Samantha. But, mm. uh, okay, so... That's the original clone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the original clone, which is a bit of a mis- misnomer, isn't it? Um, so... Just as she gets through explaining that, Thompson shows up and KOs Mulder, basically. Just knocks mm. him on his ass. Um. <laughs> I've just I've got a note here. 
that says that he slapped unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Bit slapped, basically. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> it takes a good punch to, to bring Scully down, but Mulder just gets, yeah. just gets slapped. Yeah. Yeah. Slapped unconscious. <laughs> so the fire brigade are... Uh, Tackle, oh, tackling man. the burning get, clinic and... We get a fireman saving mode. We, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he puts him over his shoulder, carries him out, and Mulder's just like, man, oh, man. Oh, I, I can't wait until we get to the latest season that is currently airing. Season 11 Great. right now is currently mm-hmm. airing. I'm telling you, they've, they've done a complete about turn for Mulder. He's, he's, <laughs> he's never been as hard as he is currently in the in the the season of X Files is is now playing. Um it's a great sequence of events. He slapped unconscious <laughs> and then a fireman has to carry him out the boat. <laughs> this is our hero. Oh man. Solid stuff. Solid. <laughs> so yeah, so they drag him out and the fireman says there was no one else in there. Um so yeah. The, the Samanthas are missing, mm. probably yeah. dead. But uh, we, go, we go from there to Scully typing up her report. And she says that no women were found at the clinic. Thompson is charged with the deaths of the identical men and Agent Vice, mm-hmm. um, whose body now sits in a disease laboratory. Scully believes that the virus he was exposed to is uh, the best avenue of evidence to explore. She goes to the lab and learns that the virus goes dormant at cold temperatures. Mm. Which takes us right back to the start of exactly. the previous episode. Yeah. yeah, so instantly you're thinking, right, okay, we know what's going to happen with, with Mulder and we know how Scully is going to save him. Um, mm. But even so... That's not necessarily the stakes, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. Like know, knowing that doesn't ch- doesn't stop this episode from being tense, because I think the ten yeah. the tension comes from what can Mulder learn about his sister, and what can he learn from this this man he is now chasing down, this alien bounty hunter. Um, so yeah, okay. So Mulder meets X. Um, Pulls, pulls him out of the opera. <laughs> uh, I've never slept better, says, uh, says X, where, when Mulder asks him how the opera was. And uh, Mulder wants to know where Thompson is. Where's, where's our discount Terminator? Mm-hmm. X tells him that he's on a ship that left Anchorage this morning. No, sorry, he, said, he says that a, a ship has left Anchorage this morning to make sure that this man does not leave. Um, mm-hmm. via his downed UFO, obviously, because in, in the previous episode we saw that UFO come down. He's trying to get yeah. back there. Um, yeah. So X is saying the government basically aren't going to let him leave, um, but even so, Mulder wants to know where this guy is. He wants to go himself um, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. But uh... So... Scully goes to Mulder's, and when he doesn't answer, 
she sees a stack of newspapers outside and she decides to let herself in and search his computer. She finds a note to her. It says he's gone and he couldn't take her with him. So, mm. yeah. What would you think of that? I think it's back to the theme of this season. She keeps getting taken. She keeps getting put in danger. And Mulder has just finally went, nope, enough. This is mm. something I have to do myself. This is a situation that I've put myself into. I'm not risking you again. I've just got you out of a situation mm. with Budget Terminator. I just, I'd rather you were safe. Um, yeah, and I think just as well, because of how personal it is, um, yeah. like the emotional investment that he has here, I think he doesn't want to be distracted. He doesn't want anything that's going to... Take his focus he, he doesn't want Scully's rationale, I, I don't think, at this point. I don't think he wants her rational thinking at this point. He wants to be allowed to just run on pure emotion because there's mm-hmm. so much emotion tied up in this so yeah mm-hmm. there's, there's a multitude of reasons why he why he doesn't take her with him I think um, yeah and it's believable from from a character standpoint I think oh yeah so Scully calls X she puts the tape on the window uh, well the tape's already there she just sh- she switches the light on basically um, and X turns up and he's very surprised to see her and not Mulder. Um, she opens yeah. the door and, he, he, yeah, he's really taken aback by it. He walks away and gets into a lift and tells her, you know, sorry, I can't help you. And when the lift opens up again, Skinner is waiting for him. And a fight ensues. And it's a really great fight scene in a Really tight, enclosed space. So, Skinner kicking ass. <clears throat> the born Skinner. The born um, Skinner, yeah. It, it's, it's terrific. And it's, <clears throat> you don't really think about it, but Skinner gives the impression that he's a kind of paperwork person. Mm-hmm. But it does have that physique, and it does have the height and the same stature, but when he starts to look throw down, he, he does it exceptionally mm-hmm. well. And let's not forget, he's got a military background as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's almost as good as uh, Scully. And he's definitely <laughs> a lot better than Mulder. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> although we will get to that at some point. Um, okay. So, yeah, um, just, just a real kick-ass fight. And w- what I like as well is that... Um, X headbutts Skinner and Skinner answers that back with another headbutt. Um, and and it's, it's just, it's really cool. It's because it's just like, it's, it's the most dirtiest move you can give in it. When you're in close quarters, boom, headbutt someone in the nose. But rather than taking Skinner down, it's like, if that's what you're going to throw at me, yeah, have some of your own medicine and just proper, proper nuts in one. Um, mm. So yeah, just a really cool fight scene. It just it shows how much Skinner is in their corner. If we if we didn't trust him before, I think we've got a very good case to trust him now because he's mm. really just put himself on the line. There's no reason for him to do this. If he's if he's not in Mulder and Scully's corner, there's no reason for him to do this. Um, yes, no, no. Why? Why does Skinner attack him? To get the information from him, because no, 
but but why does when the lift opens he just starts he just attacks the guy? I mean, what if this was a neighbour? <laughs> well, no, he he doesn't. You, you've got to assume that he's been watching from the outside. Right. Um, you know, he's he. I, I just think he's he's seen this guy go in to Mulder's apartment, sees him come back out, and he 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 doesn't attack him. He opens up with the line. He's confrontational. I'll say that much. But he says. Did you tell her what she needs to know, or did you did you tell her what she wanted to know? And then X reaches into his pocket, presumably for a gun. So by that point, Skinner knows this guy is well, is is obviously the one that uh, that's got the information. You know, if, mm. if 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 he was a complete stranger and you and you get in his face and you say, did you tell her what? What she wanted to know, the the logical response would be, "What?" Huh? I just kind of, I kind of liked the idea that it was, it could have been anybody, like some guy that said a fight with his wife <laughs> and refused to answer a question, and it's just left. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I, I think it's valid. I think, uh, yeah, not, not, I mean, nothing seems off to me by that, by that no, encounter. No, I just, I just had an awful idea. It would have been funny. <laughs> complete misunderstanding of the, the situation. Yeah, you completely screwed up there, Skinner. Um, I, I do like X's line as well when he says, I've killed men for less. Um, <laughs> and, and we've seen that he's killed men for less, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, okay. So, Scully opens the door to find a bruised and battered Skinner who gives her the location of Mulder. And Scully's face at this point is a real picture, it must be said. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, how did you get this? And he says, unofficial channels, um, which is a, a callback. Great, great moment. To, yeah, a callback to something that he'd said earlier, or something she'd said earlier. She, she asked him if she could find Mulder using some unofficial channels, um, to which his response was something along the lines of, as if. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay. So we, we, we go to Mulder in the Arctic, or Antarctica. Can, can't remember which, which of the two it is. Um, somewhere cold. Somewhere cold. A lot of snow, a lot of ice. And we get some really great production design here. Yeah. Um, so we, we see the submarine from the beginning, and ba- or, or, or the top of it, at least, so the, the 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 big funnel on the submarine has literally crashed through the ice. Um, yeah. So yeah, amazing production design. Uh, and and gi- given how early as well this was in the season, like in the um, in the run of the show, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, even more impressive, I think. I mean, they they got given much bigger budgets later on, but here, cracking. I, I really like the fact that he's got the GPS unit out and he's, he's searching all about and, and he thinks he's on the coordinates and he looks up and he just manages to spot this submarine that's got a huge backlight behind it. <laughs> just silhouette. <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, yeah, thank goodness for that GPS. Love it. Um, so Mulder gets onto the submarine and he finds... Mm. One man on there, Lieutenant Terry uh, Wilmer, and this is the guy who, at the beginning, was yeah, was basically like surfacing to what you know. He he was that dude. 
So he tells a good story to Mulder, which Mulder ain't buying at all. Um, and mm-hmm. Wilma turns into Thompson after, um, after Mulder basically handcuffs him. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Mulder is kind of fighting a bit of a losing battle here, keeps getting tossed about all over the place because... Um, yeah, handcuffing this guy was a bit of a mistake because he's much more powerful than he is. And he just yes. throws him around like a rag doll. Uh, and Mulder is basically just keeps on asking, where's my sister? Where's Samantha? Where is she? And every time he gets beaten back, it's just until until he gets to the point where he's, he's almost crying. And he's like, just tell me where she is, <laughs> which I just really loved. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's a good moment, but like you said, it's, it's one of those impulse things of just putting the handcuffs on. Because, mm. I mean, in, in a moment of clarity, you'd be like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> just, I have no idea what this guy is capable of. Mm. I've seen some of the things he's done. <laughs> um, yeah, he just he gets ragdolled. Mm. I mean, Again. Mulder thinks he's got the upper hand because he's got his gun to the base of this guy's neck. Um, oh. But, uh, yeah... But this, I mean, this guy's already slapped him unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Mulder does get an answer. And that answer mm. is, she's alive. So, yeah, for Mulder, Mulder is given hope, a renewed hope in that moment. He's told, you know, assuming he can believe what this guy is saying, he is told that his sister is alive and that's assuming he is actually talking about his sister and not the not this this clone that kind of mm. calls herself samantha so and, and then it's followed up with the line can you die now yeah 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 she's alive can you die can now? you die now yeah yeah brilliant excellent mm. stuff i love it um yes. i love the way that he just tosses Mulder out and then slams the door shut on the handcuffs to to break them in half yeah just Pretty badass. And then the submarine, again, part of that brilliant production design. Not only is this just a submarine that they've kind of constructed on the ice, it's it's actually a moving part. It's a moving construction. Uh, this thing comes down. So, yeah, he's tossed Mulder out and he's he starts to submerge in the submarine. And, yeah, just... Yeah, I like this scene. I like that a lot because you've got Mulder lying there... Um, Obviously, feeling the effects of this thing take hold of him, he's looking up at the sky. There's there's a light on the fin of the submarine. Yeah. It's almost like a a, a UFO. Yeah. He's moving down, flying about, and it's just his whole sort of his life. He searched for UFOs. He's finally found them, and it's just just one of these things. Mm. And then it's got that overly long sequence where you're like, oh dear God, just roll. roll. <laughs> just roll <out> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of those one of those kind of scenes that I normally roll my eyes at because they're just obviously trying to build tense tension. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it's 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 a really good scene. I like it. I like the mm-hmm. interplay between Mulder and Thompson, and just just yeah, that that whole the whole scene really just yeah, cracking stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, like during that struggle, Mulder shot Thompson. I I forgot to add, yeah. uh, and instantly regrets it because now his <laughs> his eyes start burning. So, uh, yeah, um, 
So Scully gets to the hospital and we have the opening scene from Colony basically replayed. Um, and Scully basically just owns the room. She comes in, owns the room, saves Mulder's life, basically saves the damsel in distress as per usual. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so she, she saves him with transfusions, blood transfusions. So she, she keeps him yeah. cold, keeps him cold mm-hmm. to stop this virus from reacting in his body. And while he's cold... Uh, gives him a, a series of blood transfusions which get rid of the infected blood from his body. Mm. So, yeah. Scully, what a hero. Again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we get a bit of a voiceover. And I, I really like this voiceover. Um, I, li- I like what's said. I, I like that it kind of sums up where Mulder and Scully are at and how both of them, within this, within this case, because of this case, have found like a renewed sense of hope with regards to their respective opinions and their respective outlooks. Um, so, yeah, we, we get Scully talking about how her faith in an ordered universe has been challenged by this case, but that ultimately it has convinced her that the answers lie in science, as it was science that saved Mulder's life. Um, so so th- this is basically the bookend. And, and, and I love when movies bookend. I love when TV shows bookend. And I've, in a few of the scripts that I've written... It's, it's a technique I've used myself when you bookend. It's just something I'm quite drawn to where you set up something of a thesis at the, at the start and you kind of conclude that thesis with something very similar at the end. So obviously in the opening sequence of Colony, the first scene of this whole two-parter, we saw you know Mulder being brought into the hospital and we had his voiceover mm-hmm. talking about how his faith has been renewed. We didn't know why, but... You know that that's what we were going to learn across the the course of this two parter. We've we've seen that. We know why now his faith faith has been renewed. And then, like I say, we get that bookend with Scully's voice over here, in which she essentially says the same thing, but for different reasons. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, so we get we get to the hospital bed. Mulder wakes up, tells Scully he found something he thought he'd lost, the faith to keep looking. And it's a word that's used a lot, faith. But mm. I think it's, it's I seen it as as faith, belief. It was yeah. it's, it's a great, it's a great thesis, like you said, to the episodes. Um, Scully's belief in her religion and in her her, her work, yeah. her what she's dictated her life to science, and then you have Mulder's, you know, belief in Samantha being out there yeah. and a sort of justification for his life as well, how yeah. he's lived it and how he's chased after it. It's, it's a great end to, like you say, a great two-parter. Mm. I'll just go into my wrap-ups since go I'm on. starting already. Yeah. Um, I, I had another fun time with this one. I think it's it's just as propulsive as the first one. Um, although I do prefer Colony to this episode, but I do think it's they work hand-in-hand. Hand. It's hard to distinguish these episodes separately. Yeah. Um, you do get the, the budget Terminator back again, who's a real mm. threat you get some nice uh, scenes. I get some nice funny moments as well in it, which is always good for... I mean, it's not intentionally, but they don't waste the episode. They're there and kind of enrich it. For me, it just wasn't 
wasn't quite as good as Colony. I gave it a four and a, f- a half out of five. Okay, that's still a, a high mark. You can't really grumble at that. I mean, obviously, I've said time and time again that this is one of my favourites. It possibly my favourite two-parter in the entire show. Of course, I'm going to give it a five. I give it a five. I give it a five. Um, so many badass moments. Particularly love the the Skinner X fight sequence, um, and just like you say, just that breakneck pace it just never lets up start to finish you know we see Scully getting bashed about we see Mulder getting done over just like his chase trying to fight trying to weave his way through this investigation and get to the truth of it and and you know and he never fully does but we're given enough like Mulder we're given enough to want to continue with this um uh, when they first started releasing the X-Files on video, you know, this, like even before DVD. So obviously DVD wasn't around at the time they started first releasing these. Um, but at, towards the end of season two, they started releasing these two-parters and three-parters as movies on video. Um, and me being the X-Files nut, I bought these and I lapped them up. And they were basically unedited so what they did is they they edited them together as movies so they took out all the opening credits and all this business and and so you know and for me this was there's this one and there's one in season three um that do that do this where when they edit them together like that as a movie you don't feel the joints it feels like a movie literally it feels like they said you know what We've done X-Files on the small screen. Let's let's make an X-Files movie, put it on the big screen. And, and, and that's kind of what I feel like we get with this episode. There's so much action in it, so, so much great production design, things like that. And it does feel like a genuine movie, the pacing of it in particular. Um, yeah. Whereas, and I think I said this with the Dwayne Barry Ascension one, Dwayne Barry and Ascension, it doesn't have that feeling. Like, mm. they're two really good episodes separately. But when... When I picked up that video where they released it as a movie, it didn't kind of have that feel. It felt a bit disjointed. It it felt like exactly what it is, which is two episodes of TV put together to make a feature-length film. Whereas this one, it doesn't. It genuinely feels like a film, and that's one of the reasons I just love it. Um, so, yeah, five out of five from me. One of my favourite episodes of The X-Files ever, and I mean the, the whole two-parter. Excellent. The next episode is episode 18, Fearful Symmetry. How does this one fit in? Is this just following on from this classic to another classic? No. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's uh, very, very average, I think. I don't think it's offensive. I don't think it's like an appalling episode or anything, but it's just coming off the back of this, I think it's going to be quite the come down. Hmm. Hmm. And then that bombshell, people. <laughs> <laughs> Join this next episode where we'll be discussing Fearful Symmetry. And remember to drop on iTunes, give us a little like, a five-star review. We'd really appreciate that. We love going through the X-Files. We hope you enjoy listening and we'll see you on the next episode.
You've been listening to The X-Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.